Saturday. Welcome to the 530th episode of Travelist Radio. I'm your host, Dan Schlossberg, along with co-host Mary Ellen Nugent Lee, and we are in the 12th season of Travelist Radio, the show that lets you enjoy the pleasures of travel from the comfort of your armchair. Every week at this time, we talk to people representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality from authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists. If it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travelage Radio. And tonight we are very proud to present a holiday preview of attractions in beautiful St. Augustine, Florida, with Barbara Golden, Communications Manager for the St. Augustine, Pont Vedra, and the Beaches Visitors and Convention Bureau. Wow, that's a mouthful, Barbara. Welcome to Travelage Radio. <laughs> Thank you. It's good to be talking with you again, Dan. Mary Ellen, I always love coming on your show, and especially when I get to talk about my favorite place in the world. Well, the holiday season in the nation's oldest city, St. Augustine, begins tomorrow, or actually, I guess it's tomorrow, with Nights of Light, when more than three million sparkling white lights are illuminated creating an enchanted wonderland that runs through January 2024. Please tell us more, Barbara. Hey, great, Dan. Um, so Nights of Lights weekend actually starts tomorrow, and there will be some festivities where, um, like, the distillery does their lighting with their tree and a couple of trees around town. The big lighting is on Saturday when the entire city gets illuminated, and it is much more than the 3 million lights. It has grown so much. What's really exciting this year, it's the 30th anniversary of Nights of Lights. So tomorrow is like spring training for the regular season starting on Saturday. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know you've got to put baseball in there. Yes. Oh, definitely. <laughs> well, Nights of Lights adorn every corner of the city, putting a smile on everyone's face. What are the best locations for selfies? Oh, man. Well, since this is such a beautiful city, on its own, without the lights. But when you turn the lights on, there are even more spots. I would say the favorite spots to do selfies are in front of Leitner Museum, which is our city hall also, with all of the greenery out in front lit up. Anywhere in the plaza, we have a gazebo, the Christmas tree, and all of the live oak trees are full of lights. Um, and then along the bayfront is also another beautiful spot between the bayfront and the Bridge of Lions. There's so many places. And Travelwitch Radio listeners know I love trains, so tell us about Nights of Life and Santa's Red Express Tour. I, I love Red Express Tour. Uh, that is actually put together and organized by the Ripley's. Uh, company. Um, it runs out of the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. They have the tours start there. They go around the city, play music, and coming back to the museum, you get cookies and performers and just a great holiday festive 
uh, atmosphere. And the tour is just, they play music. You get to wear little magic glasses. It's just tons of fun. And isn't there an Old Town Trolley Tour, too? And equal as fun that one is. That is run by Historic Tours of America, and they actually run out of our visitor center, um, and they have, on the weekends, they have live bands playing from the, the porch out there at the visitor center on the backside. They have cider and cookies and elves running all over the place. It's just such a fun thing, and then they actually started with the little uh, 3D glasses that you they when you look at the lights and you kind of tilt your head, it sparkles. It just makes it fun. And they're both such fun, fun ways to tour Nights of Lights. And Nights of Lights especially shine from the water. We hear there's a sunset sail on a schooner, and the Black Raven offers light show views plus an entertaining pirate show. Please tell our listeners about some of the standout Knights of Lights cruises. Okay, so in recent years, as our destination has grown, one of the more popular things, the Schooner Freedom has always been one of the, the favorites here. You get to go out and sail through the bayfront into the uh, inlet. And the pirate, uh, Black Raven, the pirate ship, is lots of fun, too, um, that sometimes it's a they have two different cruises, one is one that is very family-oriented, and then they have one that's a little more adult, and mm-hmm. it's lots of fun. But we also have lots of different boat tours. Um, the waterfront here is just fascinating. Um, so there are probably about eight or ten different boat tours that one can take to view the Nights of Lights, and they all run every night. Anything from small passenger, six-passenger boats, all the way up to 120-passenger boats. It's just, it's a great way to see the lights. For a completely different perspective, isn't it possible to climb to the top of the St. Augustine Lighthouse and Maritime Museum for an amazing view? Uh, yes, you can. Um, the lighthouse is open until six o'clock every evening, but on December 6th, they have luminary night. And they stay open 6 to 9 o'clock, and they just line all the pathways with lights. They have Santa Claus. They have lots of entertainment and fun things happening. But you can go all the way up into the top of the tower and view the city lights from up there. And that one's on December 6th. But you can go every evening till about 6. And once you get into this time of year, sunset's a little bit earlier, so you get to see the lights just before the lighthouse closes. And the view of St. Augustine during Nights of Lights aboard First City helicopters also must be breathtaking. How can visitors arrange that? Sure. Um, they can actually, if, if visitors go to our website, uh, Florida's Historic Coast, but better yet, just go Nights, with an S, of Lights, Com. There is a page there that has all the tours that you can book your tour directly through it from our website. Sounds good. We're talking about St. Augustine at the holidays with Barbara Golden. Hi, Barbara. Aren't there also old-fashioned horse-drawn carriage rides that meander along St. Augustine's historic streets to see the lights? We hear there are group wine-tasting tours, private carriage rides, and even family-oriented roadster rides with the Grinch. Can you tell us some more? 
Absolutely. So we have a couple of different companies that do those tours. This has become a very popular thing. I like it when the tasting tours is the one that they have, carriage tours, which you can have a bottle of wine along riding in the carriage through the nights, the, the lights, and it's just beautiful. Um, they also have uh, that roadster ride where they have Grinch driving the tour around, and he is just so much fun. They have another one with they have Ebenezer Scrooge once in a while driving, and then they have Santa driving. It is such a fun thing, and it just is inspiring for family. And that's like a 12-passenger thing. So if you have your whole family or if you want to just buy an individual ticket, those tours have become very popular. We also have some riding tours that are for our our visitors, Spanish-speaking visitors. We have Spanish-speaking tours, and they're all just so much fun. And it's just what a lovely way, and it helps us keep – other cars off the road so that those tours can get out and move around easier. We like to encourage people to park and take one of the tours. That's very smart. And small groups can enjoy a Knights of Lights tour in the comfort of a luxury 12-seat golf cart attended by a knowledgeable tour guide. That sounds very appealing. How can visitors book that? That is also, we have on the nightsoflights.com, there is a, a page that it is, it has all of the calendar listings and the different tours that you can take. And not just those 12 passenger electric carts, but they also the boat tours, that helicopter tour. There are so many different ways to get to do this and enjoy it in a relaxed and safe atmosphere. Well, people who like to walk, Ancient City Tours offers a walking tour where participants can enjoy St. Augustine's history while learning about unique colonial folklore and holiday traditions. What are some of the sights on that tour amid the glow of the city's holiday lights? Well, the nice part about that tour is it's walking, and then they have one night a week that those tours are free. You still have to register for them, though, but they do uh, other scheduled ones, but that can be a free tour. And the beauty of walking is it takes you down some of the side streets that are very narrow. This is the oldest city in the country, so we have some very, very narrow streets that we don't really like to have the carts or boogies, buggies or the trolleys and trains can't go down there. Um, so you get to go on some of the other streets and just see and get a different angle of looking at it. Uh, and then they tell, it's not just about the, it's fun riding the trolley or the train. They also get to tell, you get to learn a little more about our history and heritage and some of the traditions of the holiday, especially like with the Spanish tradition of the one single light and the candle in the window. That was the inspiration for Knights of Lights. Oh, wow. Hmm. Well, Knights of Lights has been listed among the top ten holiday light displays in the world by National Geographic. What does that honor mean to the people of St. Augustine? I, I will tell you, when that first happened, um, that was our first national or recognition for the beauty of this program. Um, it has meant a lot. I 
talking about all the different tours. It used to be one or two tours, the trolley or train, and the rest of it. You just went and drove, and it has had such an impact. It is the lights have gotten better. The enthusiasm with our businesses and the people that live here, this is the most special time of year in St. Augustine. It's during Nights of Lights. So it means a lot to all of us. Um, we get to share the beauty of our city in yet another angle. Hmm. Well, we're talking tonight about beautiful St. Augustine at the holidays with Barbara Golden. Barbara, tens of thousands of people visit the citywide holiday display each year, but not just for the stunning lights. There's something for everyone on Florida's historic coast. First, tell us about the lighted boat parade in Pontevedra Beach and the regatta of lights in St. Augustine's Matanzas Bay. Well, I I will tell you that that is an exciting experience. Um, Pontevedra is a, a few miles north of St. Augustine and is a very elegant, posh resort town and it has a a very beautiful natural waterway going through it so on the east bank there are so many restaurants you can sit and enjoy and as the locals come through with their boat parade and we have people that come from all over to participate in that boat parade it's about six miles long but it's just so much fun and then when we have the regatta of lights in saint augustine what's really fun is you get to see um Boats that are decorated, different organizations, you know, youth groups, baseball teams will get with one of the owners of the boats, and they all decorate with a theme, and then there's a contest. So it really makes it fun um, when that parade comes by. So it's it's more than just a boat lit up. It's themed. It's fun. It's just really a lot. And it's for people to enjoy it, they can line up all along the bayfront and on the Bridge of Lions to watch the boat parade come through. It's really a lot of fun. Kids of all ages will love St. Augustine's annual Christmas parade with floats, marching bands, cars, horses, and the arrival of Santa. When and where can visitors catch that? So that's always a very busy and fun weekend because we have the Christmas parade takes place. That's December 2nd. Um, not only that, that weekend is the weekend that we have um, PAL Day, and that is where our attractions for military families, they get to go into attractions free on that day. So we have a lot of military comes to the tent, to the city on that day. We have a couple of Navy bases nearby, so um, that's really nice to be able to share that with our families that serve all of us. Um, the parade is fun. Then we have in the plaza, they have Santa is down there with all of the children getting to come up and enjoy that. And there are several other events taking place that too. It's just really that whole weekend is chock full of fun things going on. And with so many offerings, it's little wonder that St. Augustine is just as enchanting for, as for children. What are some activities you'd recommend for the whole family to enjoy together? Um, well, there are a couple of things. Of course, that parade and all of that, but um, there's another thing that goes on just outside of town. We have, uh, through the holiday season, every year, Bernardo's Circus comes in at our amphitheater, and this is kind of like a Cirque du Soleil kind of uh, 
uh, circus, but it has a holiday theme to it, and it has just so much rambunctious and fun. There are a lot of different through the holiday season. We have the Nutcracker Suite that performs, um, and the ballet performs, and that is always a great traditional holiday experience for families. Um, and also, you know, those, those again, it comes back to those tours. They just make it so much fun here. Um, it, and it's, it's just so beautiful. There are lots of ways to enjoy the day going through St. Augustine. Um, you know, at nighttime all the lights are lit, but during the day you have great attractions to see too, like the uh, Colonial Quarter where you get to experience 300 years of history, the Castillo de San Marcos, which is the oldest masonry fort in the United States, the old Spanish fort right on our bayfront. Um, and then visiting other attractions like the oldest wooden schoolhouse. These are all fun, fun things for families to do. You're listening to Travelage Radio with Dan Schlossberg and Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee. Listen to us on iTunes or blogtalkradio.com or check out the archive show anytime on Facebook. And tonight we're talking St. Augustine at the Holidays with Barbara Golden. Barbara, the 14th annual Holly Jolly Shopping Spree caught my eye. Not only can shoppers explore local shops, enjoy brunch and snacks from good discounts, it's all for a good cause. Could you give us the details and tell us about the charities that will benefit this year? Sure. The Holly Jolly Shopping Spree is always one of my favorite activities because one, it, it does, there are benefits to people um, in our community. So there are different um, children's organizations, and sometimes there are for, I think it's this year that they're having for the families, displaced families. Um, the best part about it is you get on the morning, you get on the trolley, and they take you around town all day. You go do a brunch. You get to go shopping. You have discounts with shopping. There's a lot of fun in it, but the really nice part is that you're giving back to this community. Now, the Spice and Tea Exchange of St. Augustine sounds like a wonderful starting place to find exotic gifts and something festive at the tea bar. From there, wouldn't you say that the art galleries and boutiques in St. Augustine's historic downtown and uptown shopping district are great spots to find local treasures? Yes, I would. Um, I love the Spice and Tea Exchange. You're right, that is kind of a fun place to, to shop and with their tea bar, too. Um, one of the things that, I, things that really stand out in St. Augustine is that we have a tremendous number of galleries. We have over 250 working artists here in this uh, area, and a lot of these galleries and boutiques carry the one-of-a-kind pieces of artwork from local um, artisans. We also have um, some markets. There are some pop-up markets through the holidays taking place, too. And then you have, along St. George Street, you have about 30 different shops and boutiques along there. And then they also line up around the around the plaza downtown. And I always like to tell people, don't forget to walk down the side streets because that's where you find the little hidden galleries. Um, you know, there's there's one that's on the 
south side of St. George Street that has Native American arts in it. And then glass, making glass jewelry out of sea glass with earrings and uh, and Mm. some of this stuff is so exquisite it's they you get to see up close and you get to buy it at reasonable cost gotta get there (laughs) (laughs) now now the via sorry i hope i'm saying this right the via serrata museum is beautifully adorned with Victorian and traditional decorations during the holidays. And we hear that their candlelight tours are an unforgettable experience. What is it about this notable home's impressive 140 years of history and beautiful art and antiques collections that make it so irresistible at this time of year? Well, I will tell you, first of all, that museum is incredible. It is uh, designed to uh, replicate one of the the wings of the uh, palace in Granada, Spain. And the the family that owns it now, they have owned it in their family for over 100 years. And they have all of the antiques and stuff from St. Augustine's history. But they celebrate a Spanish kind of color. So they have a huge tree in the middle of the um, building because it has that Moroccan style that with the open two, three stories. And that tree is adorned in red and gold. And it is absolutely beautiful. And then when you walk through there and it's a candle lit, and you get to hear the family's history and talking about the different things in the museum and traditions and that kind of thing. It is really such a wonderful experience. And what's really exciting about it is is the Museum family, they still carry on. This is a family legacy, and they love sharing it with our visitors. Oh, we're talking about beautiful St. Augustine tonight with Barbara Golden. Barbara, after enjoying nights of lights, you'll need to get a good night's sleep. What are some of the accommodations for visitors to St. Augustine at holiday time? Well, you know, that's a really good question to ask, Dan, because one of the things that we find here is that we have a lodging option for just about everyone from bringing your own RV or renting an RV at one of our campsites just outside of town. We have several campgrounds. Right downtown, we have a collection of over 27 historic bed and breakfast inns and little boutique hotels. And then we have the Grand Casa Monica Hotel, which is part of the the Kessler collection. And it was built um, by the same person that built the Villa Zareda that we were just speaking of a few minutes ago. And then we also have a lot of the legacy brand accommodations, you know, the Holiday Inn, uh, the Days Inn, Best Western, all within walking distance of downtown. And we have a few new hotels. So actually just last month over on Volano Beach, the Hyatt Place opened, and that's incredible because you can go on their rooftop and see the ocean, and then you can look back and see the nights of lights lighting up the skyline of St. Augustine. Um, So there's lots of different options for lodging, whether it's Oceanside, downtown. Um, 
it, whether it's even RV traveling. Um, but there's it, it just there's something for everyone. How do most visitors get to St. Augustine, and where does your major clientele come from? So most of, we have actually a very large drive market, but we also uh, it's easy for people to get in here and fly. Um, we are serviced by Jacksonville International Airport and Daytona Beach Airport because we sit right in between both of those cities. So it's less than an hour either direction to an airport. But we're right off of I-95, so we have a lot of the uh, traffic going through on the interstate of I-95. We're in North Florida. Going south, we're a stop along the way. Um, most of our visitors, they are number one is uh, Florida residents are our number one visitor. But then when you get beyond that, it's the Carolinas, Georgia, New York, New Jersey, um, Pennsylvania, um, Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, Texas. I mean, they even come from California. But those are our primary markets. And we do have a little bit of international travel, too, primarily as Canada, but um, from South America because of our Spanish heritage. We do get to have uh, host some international travelers, often from uh, Colombia, uh, Argentina, Brazil, because we have a shared history. Okay, I've got to ask you in our closing minutes here, what's the story with the potato capital of Florida? Oh, <laughs> uh, you got that. Well, you know, our history doesn't just stick right into downtown St. Augustine. Um, there's a great little town just outside of St. Augustine. It's called Hastings. And it was named after Thomas Hastings, who was Henry Flagler, who built our really big hotels. It was uh, formed by uh, Thomas Hastings. He started the farming industry out there to service the hotels in St. Augustine. That was in the 1890s. So we've had this great farming community out there. But we have this very nice sandy soil that is ideal for growing potatoes. We have had potato chip factories here, not so much anymore, but we grow the kind of potatoes that are perfect for potato chips, and people just would never think that Florida is a place to grow potatoes, but yes, indeed it is, and Hastings is all about growing potatoes. So Hastings is literally a chip off the old block. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> the next press release, Barbara. Yeah. Okay. okay, quickly, is there anything we haven't asked you that you'd like to add in the next couple of minutes? I, so, you know, it's not just the holidays and nights of light here, um, but it, this is such a beautiful place. Like I said, it's in Florida, but it's in North Florida, so we don't get the really hot, hot, hot like South Florida, but it is a very mild climate throughout the winter. And nights of lights does stay lit through January. But then we also have, in this area, we have great golf. We have seaside resorts. Uh, there's just so much to do throughout the year, not just at Nights of Lights. Um, but we're happy to accommodate and and host anyone coming to visit. So um, I hope that anyone would visit our website. It's floridashistoriccoast.com. And that is where you will find anything and any everything about St. Augustine, Ponte Vedra, home of the PGA Tour, by the way, 
and our beautiful 42 miles of pristine beaches. Well, it sounds good. And having been there a number of times, I personally would love to go back, and I really endorse it to all of our fast listening audience. Barbara Golden, Communications Manager for St. Augustine, Ponte Vedra, and the Beaches Visitors and Convention Bureau, thank you for being our guest <laughs> on Travel with Radio. And, and thank you for having me. I always enjoy talking with both of you. And that's it for this season of Travel Itch Radio. Next year, same time, same stations on 111. Easy to remember, 111. We'll be back with a brand new schedule of guests to share some of the world's best travel experiences. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg along with Mary Ellen Nugent Lee saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night and stay safe. <laughs> 